When do we get an intro song? We're recording. That's right. Well, you wanted an intro song, Baby Wants, Baby Gets. That's true. That's right. That's right. No. Ow. Okay. Well, hello. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, listeners. Yeah. Welcome back to us. Your favorite vegans. Yeah. If we weren't. We are now. We are now. We should be. Get your priorities in check. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. So how are things? You know what I was thinking about when I was driving to work today, thinking about how we had podcasting tonight? I was thinking in my head, I was like, I feel like we haven't podcasted in such a long time, but it's the same amount of time. I yeah. think it's just that I haven't seen you in a really long time because yeah. you were in Syracuse and such. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's, it's really weird. It was really, it, you know, I was thinking, I was like, that's why I purposely tried not to talk to you a lot today. I see you. Uh, the microphone is not placed yeah. well. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Looking at you. Please don't delete what we've recorded so far. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Andy. Oh, he's fixing Thank it. You. That's nice. Okay. That's better. All right. Anyway. Now we can look at each other. Yeah. Since we haven't. No, I, that's why I tried not to talk to you too much today about <laughs> anything other than, like, work. Yeah. yeah. I appreciated that. Because I felt like normally we just chat around and on, but because we hadn't seen each other, we were going to talk about things that were catch actually up. relevant. Right. Can't do it. And then we would have yeah, ruined this. Can't do it. We have to record our catch up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you were in New Orleans and I was, I was in Syracuse. I was in New Orleans. You were in Syracuse. One of these things is more interesting than the other. <laughs> well, I mean, you could really argue that, I think. That's I'm true. Sh- I'm sure there's some interesting shit going on in Syracuse, New York. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about food yet, though. Right. Food's going to be right. the end. Right. Did anything so. non-food related happen when you were in Syracuse? Man, honestly, work and food. I just did the same thing that I do here every day, but there. <laughs> right. That's fair. Because I like to eat. and But I didn't have to cook because my mom did. That's fair. So that's nice. Yeah. Um... You know, there was nothing really. I was trying to. There's nothing. Snowed. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, I did not have any snow. There was no snow in New Orleans. Oh, that's um, good. It was a lot of rain, though. Lots of oh, rain. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty rainy this one night, but we, like, missed most of it, which was good. And our, our hotel was right on Canal, so we, um, that night in particular, we really lucked out because you could see Canal from our hotel window. So we watched a Mardi Gras parade from the comfort of our hotel room because it was, like, pouring rain. So that was nice. There, I think it was that parade. Um, my favorite murder Instagrammed about it. That Someone was, had like, yeah, that was um the Muses Parade, which Casey yeah. and I watched almost in its entirety. So I'm like, how did we? I don't know how I missed that. The El- it was Elvis, right? Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe it was like at the tail end when we went upstairs. I don't know, but we watched that from inside too. But we watched it from like. What did you watch lobby. from inside? Because it was rainy and cold, and there's a lot of like. <laughs> I'm so old and lame. I was going to say you're 65, <laughs> 75, 95. Um, but like Casey and I both were like, there's a lot of people out there and like, and it was pretty rainy and you had to pay like a lot of money to get into like the bleachers and stuff to like watch it from up high. So otherwise you were like on the road, you know, 
Yeah. And we just were too fussy for that. And we had the benefit of having a hotel that was right on Canal and, like, would let you watch it from the lobby. Oh, I yeah. So we just did that. Yeah, we just sat in the lobby and watched the parades from there. That's cool. That was cool. They had, like, really cool floats and, like, very ornate, artsy subjects and a lot of political stuff which was cool mm-hmm. um i'm sure yeah a lot of a lot of political stuff about trump and whatnot and so it was it was really fun it was good it's good times that's cool yeah Hi, casey hey. does casey nice to listen s- to our podcast i don't think so i know right mm. <laughs> noted mm. all right <clears throat> so pop culture what you got pop culture so some things you know Actually, one thing that I did was relaxed uh, amidst food and whatever else oh, artistic things are happening over there um, is I got to relax a little bit and play just play like little games on my phone. Things that I don't get to do easily here because, you know, when you like to relax in your own house, but sometimes you're like you feel pressure because you're like, I should clean or I should do this or do laundry or whatever because you're in your own house. Yeah. Even though it's after work, whatever. If you're not, you just you get to relax after sure. work. You get to actually just completely chill. So I got to play some games, and I started playing Animal Crossing on oh, my phone. Oh yeah, yeah. And like it was, it's really, it's the probably the most simple, somewhat dumb game. There's like nothing to it. You yeah. literally just walk around and build a campsite, and that's cool. Um, and it just. The one little thing that I noticed on that was I was like, it's weird because you're friends, you're making friends with animals, dogs, cats, eagle, um, naturally, rabbit, all these different things. And yet at some of them, you're going and you're fishing. Mm. You're fishing for things like sometimes you walk up to the tree and you shake the tree and you get to harvest your little peaches or your cherries or whatever sure. it is. And then but the same token, you go and you're catching carp and squid and these oh. things in the same body of water in yes in the same <laughs> okay. body of water and then you're giving it to a dog who wanted it and i'm just like it's stupid it's nothing huge sure. political commentary or vegan commentary or anything like that but i was like just kind of weird yeah no. a dog would never want a squid yeah this, this so at least like if super. you're gonna do things make it natural order like in a game have a dog chasing a cat have yeah that kind of thing like a dog would never want a squid yeah. so it's just weird because it's kind of that like yeah. naturally like a human would be fishing right so let's put it in the game kind of right thing. right and you would give your dog a squid because dogs eat meat or yeah. you know whatever yeah. it's just that's kind of weird I was you see like, that mm. i feel like you see that everywhere like that kind that's of right. shit is just it just reminded me of when we were talking about like pluto versus goofy right right like yeah. why is or any of them for right. that matter that's a direct comparison but they're all animals right right Pluto's the only one who sleeps in a doghouse right. and weird. Right. Has anyone ever asked about that? Who You want me to call Walt's living res- relatives and yeah. see what's up? Well, his head's frozen somewhere. Maybe you could just, we'll just like, ask him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll do that after we record. If anyone knows who, hey, where it's frozen. Yeah. Uh, maybe Amy would know Amy about would know. why Pluto and Goofy have different places in life. Amy would know. Well, if anyone has any Disney insider information, we are all ears. Email us. Email us. For fuck's sake. We do have an email. Do we actually, do? Yeah. We wait. We we have an email? We do. We have um, an email address that people can actively send emails to? Well, yes. But we also have an email like in that email address. Like wait, in the inbox. Wait. Wait. 
Tell me more about this email address people can use to contact us. The Vspot Podcast at gmail.com and people can write us emails. And so I just go to my phone. Yeah. I type an email. I send it there. Probably. And it comes to you. You probably have an to, app. You don't even have to like log in what? on your web browser. So you mean to tell me it's that easy to yeah. email us? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. What? You know, if you if you spoke, Andy, <laughs> we could understand what you were trying to tell us. He's drinking. Look at him. That's right. <laughs> um, man, I just got a reminder email from The Rock about the vegan soul food dinner on Wednesday. Ooh, ooh. You'll, you'll have to tell us about that next week. Yeah, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. I just care that I'm going to get food. Yeah, that's right. Um, pop culture, and then I just thought of something we should do. Okay. Um, I have a, a couple pop cultures. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll start with actually both of, both of my – well, my two pop cultures – um, come from my friend, my other friend Danny. I'm sorry <laughs> that I have another friend Danny. Um, but my friend is Danny her, is her name Danielle. Yeah. Well, that's even worse. I was hoping her name was just Danny, and then I could reconcile it because no, 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 Danielle. Um, that's a lot. Yes, she. Um, and she's also from Western New York. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think that's smart. You're keeping two of us in yeah. case something happens to one <laughs> of us. Yep, that's you right. always have a Danny from Western New York. Um, so she texted me over the weekend um, and reminded me of something that I, I've, I've definitely seen it. And I remember even noticing it when I watched it. But she um, texted me so that I could use this as a pop culture on our podcast about an episode of Gilmore Girls. Um, there, I mean, there's so many things we could probably pull from Gilmore Girls because, like, the food commentary alone would give us so many oh, pop for the cultures. Love of God, and all they um, do is eat. Really, I know. So, but she's <clears throat> she is referencing season seven. I'm not sure the episode number, but it's season seven, the episode where mm-hmm. Luke goes on a date with April's swim coach. Mm-hmm. If you'll recall, they go okay. to a vegan restaurant because yes. the swim coach is vegan. Yeah, and Luke is essentially like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. <laughs> He's like, not very. because well, you talk about like an all American yeah, man. Yeah, he's like unquote. tofu. I like I, I yeah. don't remember like the exact commentary, but um yeah, April Swim coaches a vegan and takes Luke to a vegan restaurant and he's like, What is this? Um so she texted me about that one. And then she also texted me about she was playing um like later that day she texted me again and she was playing um Mario on on her Game Boy. She like sent me a little picture. It's so cute. Look, there's a little. There's a lot of uh like video game game reference. In yeah, there. right. This is great. Um, and she, it's um, I'm like not. Let me see. It's from. It's a game from like the early 2000s. Um, and it's Mar. Is it Luigi? She said. Yeah, it's Luigi. She's her character is Luigi, Luigi. and like the little um like uh the little word bubble that comes up on the screen um, says, how could anyone treat an animal that way? I won't. And so Danny was like, maybe Luigi was a vegan. <laughs> and I was like, probably not. But <laughs> Probably <laughs> but not. But cool. And it, I mean, it's like a Game Boy, so I can't like quite tell what's going on in this picture, but I assume like Luigi is supposed to hurt an animal in some way. Is she, she's playing on a Game Boy? Like she's... Um, it's a picture of her television but there's like some wires happening and so i'm thinking i'm not really sure what's going on here um maybe we can throw it up on social media so people can see what i'm talking about but um <laughs> what's happening here caption <laughs> this picture yeah, yeah, what's happening here um but yeah so she sent me both of those and i thought that they were good good pop cultures yeah yeah That's- um yeah 
And then we have our, our mutual pop culture, which I really wish Andy would participate in because I'm never. I hope that your memory is spot on because I'm not going to state a word, some facts, a word of what he just said to us. And it was also perfect. Um, but so our friends over at the Howler, Howler Hour. <laughs> Which one of those two jokers came up with that? I know. I have to say it slow because I'm always like Howler Hour. <laughs> yeah. Howler Hour. Howler Hour. Hour. Actually, it's a really good like start, you know, like ow now, brown How cow. now, brown cow. Yes. Howler Hour. Yes. Howler Hour. Howler Hour. So just in case anyone's not sure the name of the it's podcast, the howler. it's the Howler Hour. Hour. Yes. Um, and they did an episode last week. What's the podcast about? Oh, it's a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Duh. People are probably <laughs> like, what's Howler Hour? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll read you their bio from their social media. It says, The Howler Hour is a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to the only thing we can sit and talk about for hours, Harry Potter. Um, and they're they're really funny. Um, Sarah Jane's one of my favorite people, and she's super funny. So it's obviously a spot-on podcast. Um, but they did an episode at the end of January, mm-hmm. uh, and they discussed um, whether or not you could ever be a wizarding vegan, as they put it. And they talked about being a vegan at Hogwarts. They talked about whether or not you could maintain your vegan ideals with wands, whether you could maintain your vegan ideals with spells and, like, all of the You know what, actually, now that you're mentioning things. this, why didn't they, like, contact us you know, first I didn't want and to do say a anything. crossover <laughs> i didn't want to say anything Whoops. no um if you listen to the episode you can kind of tell that um it was maybe like a it just like came up although sarah jane did um. say that it was a thought that she's had in the past mm. so like i don't know why mm-hmm. i mean maybe she didn't ask me because she knows that i don't really know shit about harry potter <laughs> but i do but you do that's fair um, so maybe but now we can, we'll connect you guys and yeah and but maybe we're like gonna give her our thoughts now anyway yeah we're gonna and then they'll probably give us their thoughts maybe and maybe we can do a thing but um so what we were just discussing was what the wands you guys came up with like a pretty good theory about wands we were yeah because you had said that they were they were like probably you could live as a vegan yeah i think hogwarts would like accommodate your your dietary needs you could like maybe get a robe made of something not animal right maybe are their robes animal? I think that they said that they were like wool and shit oh probably the wool would make sense yeah so maybe may, that might not be like the easiest Ooh. thing, but you could probably do it. I'm going to tell you what, though. Okay, tell me. The Weasleys always recycle all of their all of their clothing Andy items and that. things like that. Mm-hmm. So technically, so you could do, yeah, Ron depending, Weasley, yeah. Like, I mean, again, it depends on your Santa veganism, right. but, but Ron Weasley, who borrowed from his <laughs> that's right. older brothers because they do the hand-me-downs, and that's technically right. it's only a one-time purchase. and they. That's right. See? See, there's something. There's something. Sure. Um. But they, I think what, if memory serves, they were talking a lot about, like, the wands, mostly, like, the wands and doing spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be. And then and then they also talked about um, uh, vanishing, like, when you vanish something, they specifically were talking about having to vanish a kitten and, like, <laughs> whether or not you could, like, do that as a vegan or whatever. It was interesting. Yeah. So, but I'll let you handle the wand thing. Yeah. So you said, like, they were talking about wands in terms of there's horsehair or phoenix or unicorns, mm-hmm. all these different things in there. And what we were talking about was the elder wand. Mm-hmm. So, like, the most powerful wand cannot be beaten. Um, and it depends on if you are 
referencing what our Lord and Savior J.K. Rowling says after the fact, mm-hmm. or if you're going by what is actually like in the lore mm-hmm. of the Elder Wand. So the lore of it says that Death got the wand from the Elder Tree. So he just bloop, and that that is how he created the wand. After the battle at Hogwarts, um, J.K. Rowling went back and said that there is... Now I have to look up the name. I'm sorry. Petrol? What is it, Andy? Th- th- Petrol? Th- is that th- what you're saying? Thestral? 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 Use your fucking voice. Use your words. <laughs> I knew what he was saying, too, but it was way funnier to try to do that. Uh, Thestral, um, they are creatures that can only be seen by someone who has witnessed death, and they are fighting in the Battle of Hogwarts, and... Afterwards, J.K. Rowling went back and said that there is Thestral hair in the Elder Wand. But that's not the original. I mean. Like the original lore says one thing. And then later, later on, after the the lore had been written and printed in millions of books worldwide. Right. Added this tidbit. Right. I see. Okay. So that's what frustrates some people. <clears throat> like our silent producer and me too yeah i mean it's funny because then one it's her it's kind of like it's her universe she can do whatever the hell she wants right but also like you already you already said that the lore was that death did this thing right so like which is it why right but um so i guess if you're going by the lore then technically the most powerful wand would be a vegan wand interesting yeah hmm. so how you like them apples how will our hour? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we can revisit the potions and vanishing kittens perhaps another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let that fester. Gross. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. All right. Do you want right. to do this thing that I think we should do? Okay. What is it? <clears throat> You're listening to the V Spot podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm Danny. I'm Kat. And uh, yeah, this is a vegan podcast. Pop culture. We like to talk about things. Yeah, vegan things. Animal rights. Eating. Yeah. Just kind of like whatever. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know what's fun about podcasts? You can do whatever you want. Well, yeah, but also, (laughs) you know, people always make the joke, like, you just like the sound of your own voice. But when you do a podcast, you really get to like love the sound of your own voice because all you do is talk yeah and then you also realize that it's you can almost come back if someone's like oh you just talk because you like the sound of your own voice actually other people choose to listen to me that's right so other people also enjoy my voice that's right i never (laughs) i never know when he's taking a picture (laughs) or when he's not so anyways that's us hey that's it now let's get into the nitty gritty. The nitty it's gritty. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, guys, we're we're sorry. I mean, not really that sorry because we didn't we didn't do we didn't any do of this. this. Shit. <laughs> we in fact are we're doing just, the opposite. We're just reporting the news. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do this. No, I didn't do any of this. We're just relaying the information. Don't shoot the messenger. That's right. Um, <clears throat> what do you want to start with murder? Sexual harassment. What do you More want? Where murder. do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Animal slaughter. I don't know, man. Why don't we maybe s- let's start with murder? 
Okay. Okay. We can start with the, I guess the, my little news, my little news story. Okay. Let's start with, let's start with your news little, story. Little news story that I was just reading about. Um, So on the 5th, this came out that Esmond Bradley Martin, and I was like, who's that? Was murdered in his home. 75 years old. He was actually um, a leading in the ivory trade. He was one of the people who went and was like helped to abolish it in places. He was like one of the head guys. Um, He was part of the movement in the 1990s that helped China ban the rhino horn trade. He was like one of the leading guys. And he was found at his home in Nairobi, stabbed to death in the neck. Shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a former U.N. special envoy for rhino conservation. He is on the forefront of exposing all these different ivory trade markets in the U.S., Congo, China, Hong Kong. Uh, and at his time of death, he was in the process of compiling a huge report that he's been working on for like decades that he went undercover and posed as a buyer. And he had all these uh, documentaries, all these recordings and all these photographs and he was working on that when he was murdered. Wow. So that fucking sucks. So was he murdered? Don't know yet. Oh. Is it like suspected, though, that he was murdered because of the work he's doing? Yeah. They uh, they so far they questioned a cook and a gardener in his house. Wow. Um, but it's kind of like pending. Shit. That just like came like came across that. And I was like, that sucks. On a couple of levels that I wish I knew more of these really important people. Like, I hadn't... I mean, I'm sure there's so many. There's so many. But, like, that's a really important thing and a difficult thing to do, especially in, like, Asian countries, mm-hmm. to try to tackle ivory trade. Mm. So, which didn't Trump reverse? He tried to. He didn't um, get away with I think he that. did, but then it, like, got put on hold because people were, like, outraged. Oh, good. Right? You don't know. You don't know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone knows, I yeah. found out a minute ago that we have an email address. Right. So, you know. Email us. <laughs> Correct us. Um, but yeah, that sucks. It's just another really important person who was like, didn't die. Right. He didn't have a heart attack. He didn't know he yeah. died. Yeah. Shit. Got murdered. That sucks. Yeah. Where did you hear it? Where did you find this? Uh, I read that in an article. <clears throat> we're gonna post these all in show notes oh. after oh. i know we're so fancy oh. uh, da, 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 da. usa today oh wow yeah and you said he was how old 75 wow yep um sucks that was actually i was <laughs> that was i i Got to that article after reading what I considered to be a very funny article. Oh, boy. Suspected poacher mauled to death, eaten by a pack of lions. <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> like, I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. A suspected poacher in South Africa uh, was mauled to death and almost completely eaten by a pack of lions. But, so here's the thing. It's a private game park, which lies just outside the famed so Kruger National Park. Is that like a can hunt? That's yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It is because it's so it's like a privately owned private piece game. of land. With, yep. I see. Yep. That's disgusting. Sure is. Um, officials found a rifle and ammunition next to the body. 
Yeah, it seems the victim was poaching in the game park when he was attacked and killed by the lions. They ate his body, nearly all of it, and just left his head and some remains. Oh my god. They haven't even identified who the person is yet. Oh my god, that's vicious. And I was like, uh, that's, that's hilarious. The process of identifying the deceased has already commenced, and it might be made possible by the fact that his head is among the remains. Oh my god, is that what it says? <laughs> sure is. It's on USA Today. Wow. <clears throat> And then I saw the sad article below that, but I was like, I don't feel bad for that man. The, I don't the lion man. Yeah. Shit. I mean, it's interesting because I don't know. Maybe he. Who knows who he was? Maybe he left behind a wife and young children. I don't yeah. really know. But for me personally, I don't. It's not like he died in a car accident. Right. He was out. Doing something that he shouldn't be. And that's And he didn't even like a tree didn't fall on him. It was it's it's predator animals, first of all. Right. Attacked you when you were going to kill them for no reason. Right. So like I don't really feel bad for you. Sorry. Savage. That's right. Shit. Yeah. Do you want to alternate? We could alternate stories. Ooh, or we, all could, right. we could keep going with murder because I do have more murder. It's one of you my have more murder. Yeah, damn right. I have. <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Jesus. Well, <laughs> I, I guess we could stick with murder, and then this is what a bummer of an episode. We can stick with murder, and then we'll move on to sexual harassment. Oh, do we want it? Okay, then we can end. On... <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah. This is <clears throat> all right. So the last thing I want to discuss in regards to murder is the. Uh, person who was at the forefront of vegan speaker uh motivational speaker if you will i personally had not listened to anything he said milan ross was his name oh yeah he shot and killed his wife estranged wife and two kids an 11 year old and a 10 month old shit um on christmas day yeah i remember when that story came out we had like just started podcasting so i feel like we didn't want to like go there but um, so I researched more about it, read the really traumatizing things, watched, I even watched it. I don't, I'm starting to get into like my favorite murder territory of like, I'm watching things and then I get really depressed mm-hmm. after. Um, cause he recorded a video of himself and his son, the 11 year old singing a Christmas carol, like hours before he shot them. Oh my God. And it is in fact still on his Facebook. That's so sad. So if anyone has a sick curiosity, That's don't do it. so sad. It is really sad. Really sad. Sick. Wow. Yeah. Um, so history of him, he was... I have a timeline oh, that boy. I wrote of his history. Tell me. Because, like, there ends up being a lot... It's not just, like, a guy who happens to be a vegan and a motivational speaker murders his family. Surprise, surprise, there's a whole oh, sure. backstory. Um, so in 2000, so he was married and had four kids. Why no one knew that is in 2003, he literally abandoned his family, his wife and his four children in St. Louis, disappeared, went off the face of the planet. She divorced him in 2008 because she literally didn't know where he was. Didn't know where he was. Oh. <clears throat> Turns out his first wife and kids were physically and mentally abused severely abused. the ones he left in st louis yes okay yep uh 2009 he met and married iris sutherland 2012 he went and started working at whole foods which is when he had his like 
come to Jesus, uh-huh. if you will. That's when he started wanting to adapt a more healthy lifestyle. He lost almost 300 pounds Shit. Uh, based on a plant-based diet. And then he started this whole website, fullflavorvegan.com, which you still can, in fact, go look at. Had mm-hmm. recipes, like how to treat beings well, all this different stuff. Um, and then in 2017, in September, he his wife left him. This was basically she had had enough. She didn't know about his previous family. Sure. Um, or any of the abuse. Wow. Found out. She left him. A few months later, he snaps. Wow. Um, some of the most interesting things that I said, interesting things. So no one knew about his past life until he was arrested. And the two women, his grown children now, said that they were going to to come out and testify against him. Because, of course, in court, he pleaded not guilty, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, so Milan Ross credits his vegan plant-based diet for his dramatic weight loss. But his second oldest child, one of the ones he abandoned, said her dad's use of food to inspire strangers to live healthier lives was a sick reminder of the torture they suffered as children. He would withhold food from us. She said, describing a year-long punishment they remembered where the sisters said their bathroom breaks, time outside the room, and food were all limited. She said their dad would blow the smell of the chili cheese sauce in our faces and we would only get butter and sugar rice for an entire year. So, like, he was using food to try to motivate other people, whereas he used food to abuse his past family. Wow. Some really crazy stuff. Um, this whole history, it was, when I read that, I was like, oh, my God. Um, and then to kind of wrap up that little story, because it's still pending. I can't find anything more recent unless anyone else can correct me right. about, like, what's happening. Um, but on Full Flavor Vegan, a quote from Milan Ross, <clears throat> respect your body and respect the body of all other earthlings. Jesus. Says the man who abused his wife and children and then shot his next wife and children. That's like so sad. Yeah. Jeez. It was it it was not surprising that he had a history, but it was even crazier that he turned abuse into motivating other people. Like it was really strange. Wow. And really sad. So Jeez Louise. Yeah. So that's all I have for murder of human beings. Hmm. Technically, my other topic is murder. Right. But. Right. We'll move on to sexual harassment. Jeez. Little break from murder. (laughs) Yeah, what a bummer this episode is. That's right. That's what I was thinking. I feel like there's like so much has been going on, though, in the past few weeks that like. I don't know. You can't like not address it. Sometimes I you guess. have to talk about those things. You can't always yeah. be like there is a bright side, but you can't always be like, yay, right. vegan snacks or another McVegan or, right. or this or that. Right. There is some the dark side. I think that's what makes it not unattainable. It's a real thing, just like everything else in the world. Right. Is. There's right. good parts. There's bad parts. And I don't want people to ever think that. As a podcaster sh- or as a vegan that I'm just blowing smoke. Right. Or, or, you know, like, I guess what's unfortunate, too, is that, like, 
the the vegan industry, if you will, or the vegan world, or like whatever, is not without it's it's obvious bad parts, right? That's You've got right. this guy who's got this crazy abusive history, like all of this, and it's this industry that's that it exists to help animals, right? To help like living beings and all of that. But there's also like so many people in this industry who want to help animals but are doing really shitty things to, to humans. <laughs> right. It's like really outrageous. Um what did uh what did someone so I, say? Yeah. It's uh doesn't mean compassion. Being vegan doesn't mean compassion. That just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's cruelty free. There it is. Yeah. Or yeah. or some you're whatever. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Yeah. yeah, something of that nature. That's damn straight. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately, I I am looking right now at one of many articles I've read about Wayne Pacelli and everything that's been going on at the Humane Society. Um and I, you know, originally when I read about this, um, I just was, I admittedly had that, oh my God, I wonder if that's true moment because you don't want to think something like that of somebody like Wayne Pacelli or Paul Shapiro, who are people who you think are like out there to do good. And I've met I think I was there when this all came out, like we were both at work and you were like, what is happening? No way. I just was so bummed because I've met, you know, I've, I've met him and he's, a, a cool guy I thought you know and and now reading all of these things I'm like oh, shit like that's so disappointing you know um that these people that you think exist to do good are really harming people and in some cases like really not I mean they're getting away with it quite honestly right um you know Wayne Pacelli stepped down from his role with the Humane Society um but he did that after the fact, originally, the, the Humane Society decided that they were going to keep him on. The board voted to keep him on and to cease the investigation. And as a result of that, seven board members ended up stepping down in protest, which I guess is like a pretty significant amount. Now, wasn't what was it that quote again, paraphrasing that was like, we're here to help raise funds for animals? Oh, that's the exact article I have up right oh, now, good, good. because that good. like just blew my mind. It's an article from The New York Times. Um and so essentially they talk, um, they mention the allegations against Wayne Pacelli, which were, um, um, where is it? Um, complaints um, from a former intern who said Mr. Pacelli kissed her against her will in 2005. A former employee who said he asked to masturbate in front of her and offered her oral sex in a hotel room in 2006. And a former employee who said he stopped by her office late one night in 2012 and asked her to salsa dance with him. Oh, yeah. I remember reading that. And I was like, wait a second. This just got silly. It went from like very serious things. I know. To like. I know. Um, and that was that was the most recent one was the salsa dancing. I think so. I'm and in this article. I'm not sure if there's I wonder if like anything reported since then. I'm sure there was. But... I wonder if like in his sick mind, he knew that he couldn't get more than that. So he was going to start there. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, ugh. it's all like just so crazy. Um, And they I guess like the Thursday after this article was written on February 2nd. And I guess like the Thursday prior to that, the um, when all of this was happening, the Humane Society had decided to end the investigation Um, and the investigation hadn't been going on for very long. But I guess it's like. um, But I guess there was like a lot of allegations that they were investigating. And it's my understanding that once it started getting like more into the public, the Humane Society was like, okay, we're putting a wrap on this because of like public awareness um 
Yeah, crazy. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I guess the board stated that um, in an email to the staff, Mr. Paselli said late Friday that because, in quotes, our mission depends on unity, he was stepping aside to allow a search for a successor to begin. I am resigning effective immediately to allow that process to move forward expeditiously and to put any aside any distractions in the best interests of all parties, he wrote. And I actually read his entire resignation email, and there's no... He doesn't claim fault at all. He doesn't claim fault at all, but not even that. He doesn't act remorseful. Like, there's nothing in there that says anything even... I'm sorry to tarnish the reputation of this gigantic organization. There's no even... There's nothing. There's really no remorse shown from him at all, which, you know, regardless of how he's feeling on the subject, he really should have done. If he ever cared about animals, really, or, like, the cause, really, then he should feel remorseful that even if it was true not true whatever which is probably true but like even if it wasn't you caused a lot i know in the one thing it said that at least one donor of like a hundred thousand dollars pulled out immediately yeah well i guess (sighs) um and i don't actually i don't know this for sure um if somebody else knows this without a doubt please let me know but i don't think that wayne paselli is vegan really Yes, I don't okay. I don't know that for certain. Um, but I mean, the Humane Society is by no means a vegan organization. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, they and I not to get too off topic, but I think there's something to be said for that, because as we've said before, you know, a lot of these things aren't going away. So there does need to be an organization regulating what still currently exists. So I don't think that you can always condemn organizations like the Humane Society no. for wanting better laws for animals and this, that and the other thing, because like mm-hmm. it, they, it has it exists. So we need to be regulating it kind of a thing. Right. But so that's why I don't I don't think he's vegan and I can Google it in a second. But I um, I don't know. I, I am not positive on that. But this also says um, in an interview on Friday, Mr. Paselli denied the allegations and suggested that an investigation into a single complaint from 2005 had expanded into other claims as part of, in quotes, this coordinated campaign against the Humane Society. So essentially he is like everybody's just out to get me kind of a thing, which is like. Wait, these really are people silly. who work for the Humane Society. Yeah. Why, yeah. Would, why would they want to sabotage? I don't know. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it says, uh, many of these allegations were explosive in nature, and reading, are, reading or hearing about them is a shock to anyone. Um, this one person from the board um, stated, who is this person? The chairman of the board. Um, because I guess like some of the allegations were obviously leaked to the public. Um, and so this gentleman said that, and then he said, um, we sifted through the evidence presented. We simply did not find that many of these allegations were supported by credible evidence. Um, by the end of the day though, the group's leaders were no longer able to contain the damage. So I think that's what happened. Like it got too public. And so they stopped the investigation and decided to, um, like call it to a vote or whatever. Um, it says, I can't make any sense of the board's decision. Oh, wait, 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 back up. Um, so this woman who was a lobbyist for the Humane Society is quoted in this article. And it's and she was somebody who resigned because of the board's decision to keep Wayne Paselli on. Um, she said, I can't make any sense of the board's decision to end the investigation. Women were still coming forward yesterday that these so-called leaders were inclined to learn more about the sexualized culture that many employees experienced over many years is beyond comprehension to me and feels like a betrayal of trust. Um, mm-hmm. Which is interesting because that's like 
so much of what organizations like that are supposed to do, right, right. is like protect living things. Right. And so I feel like those words are so powerful, like a betrayal of trust. You trust this person, right? Right. Um, which is the case in all of these, you know, situations, unfortunately. But um, let me see here. The part that you're referring to, I want to find, because that was so outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this. Oh, my God. This this just <laughs> makes me like want to throw up. Um, 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 one board member, Erica Brunson, she's 83, not, you know. Not that that matters, but maybe it does a little, said in an interview that she was aware only of what she called a ridiculous, in quotes, old accusation against him regarding an alleged affair. She said Mr. Paselli had, in quotes, done nothing wrong. Here we go. You ready? In quotes, (laughs) which what which red blooded male hasn't sexually harassed somebody? She said women should be able to take care of themselves. On Friday, Miss Brunson resigned from the board. (laughs) Like, can you, like, what are you saying? Who hasn't sexually harassed someone? What? <laughs> like, what kind of crazy nonsense is that? And then, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. From a woman. Yeah. Which is even crazier. Yeah. Not that men can't be sexually harassed, but... Yeah, there's like some real crazy stuff in here. Um, And there was another part that, oh, this is the other part that like really blew my mind. Um, A former chairwoman of an advisory council for the Humane Society, Peggy Kaplan is her name, said in an email that she had learned of sexual harassment at the organization after she stepped down in 2014. Mm-hmm. In quotes, I also heard so many undercurrents from women afraid to speak up for fear of retaliation if they pursued work with another animal organization or they simply didn't feel their voices would be heard if they did speak up so i mean like that just says so much right that you you fear like what's going to happen to you if you say anything right that is and i can't find like the exact quote in here but um there was that quote where the woman was like we're here to help animals raise funds for animals not not investigate investigate sexual sexual harassment harassment. and i was like I know that that's in here. I just can't find it. That's so mind-blowing to me because, I mean, yeah, you're there to raise funds for animals. But, like, what if someone got murdered in your office? You Right. You wouldn't investigate that? investigate why or, like, you sure are. If something like that happens, you're there to do that. Right. As a human being, you're there to do that. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I was reading another article about um, the same situation. This is an opinion article. It's from The Washington Times, um, published on Monday, February 5th, written by Richard Berman. Um, And he actually makes the point that these allegations came out against Dwayne Pacelli, but they also came out against Paul Shapiro, who I haven't really heard one way or the other, if anything at all, has really happened to him you know what I mean he hasn't stepped down from anywhere to my knowledge but even like stepping down from the humane society or whatever the case may be like it's barely a slap on the wrist like nothing's happening to these incredibly wealthy powerful men you know what I mean for like all of this shit that they've put these women through and then you want you know people wonder why women don't say anything oh it happened 10 years ago why didn't you say anything well look what happens when they do say something literally nothing you know literally nothing or you're called a liar the worst that happens is someone might walk away from their job right right to get another right to their three hundred and thirty thousand dollars salary that they've already exactly you know what i mean it's like it's it's really (laughs) 
it's it's upsetting, especially, you know, not that you not that these things can't or or don't happen in charity groups, but you feel like the people who are involved in these, you know, organizations that exist to help people and exist to make a difference are trying to do that, right? They're they've got good intentions, they're good people. And it's like if that's if this shit's going on right here, like come it's just it's like really I don't know. It's just like such a bummer. And now they um there's a woman as their CEO, right? They're yeah, her elected? name is um Kitty. Kitty, she used she she was um with the Humane Society previously and I believe she's also worked for PETA. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I had another um if if anybody like really wants some really like well-worded, well-thought-out um you know, readings on the subject. I very highly recommend Carol Adams. Um, she wrote the uh, Sexual Politics of Meat. Mm, and she's... Um, I think I have that. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you know, a, a super, super feminist and um, has written quite a few really um, eloquent articles on her blog that I have found really just good reading. Um, and she did one that I highly recommend um, where she... This is where I read Wayne Pacelli's resignation letter she put his resignation letter on her blog and like wrote her own like added to it like what he should have said kind of thing um it's just it's just really good um her blog is just caroljadams.com and you can find out all about her books and all of the seminars and things that she does she's a really interesting woman and she is really at the forefront of the um animal rights movement in terms of like the whole hashtag me too thing she like was kind of at the forefront of the ar me too thing um, and she also does a lot of guest blogs with people who actually like experienced this. Mm-hmm. One of them, I think, is about Wayne Pacelli. Like she doesn't name him, but I think it might be about him. Really? Um, and it's just really interesting because I know like we've heard some things about some other organizations. There was the gentleman who was accused of the same sort of thing from Mercy for Animals. I know Direct mm-hmm. Action has been accused of a lot of things. So it's just like his name is also Wayne. right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot about him or about. The goings on over there. I just know there's been like whisperings. I've heard some stuff, um, but I know that the there was a guy from Mercy for Animals too, and it's just like Jesus, you know. <laughs> it's always people. It feels like, it, I mean, it feels like it could be anyone. Yeah, but it feels like people in power. Oh well, for are sure. Like left and right, like well, I can do whatever I want because now. yeah, because you know. People I'm should, a people should want wealthy this. white man who exactly. is doing good for animals, so I can do whatever I want. People should want this. Yeah, and yeah. I guess like the um, the allegations against Paul Shapiro surrounded around him encouraging female employees to essentially have sex with donors to get money for the organization. Right. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> that is just, it's disgusting, you know? It's just, you know, bummer city. Bummer city. Because yeah. we talk a lot about how, you know, these organizations that are vegan in nature all of a sudden sell to another organization that's not vegan. And people are like, I'm boycotting. I'm never right. doing this. I'm never doing right. that. It's this kind of shit that'll make me boycott. You know, like, absolutely not. I don't want anything to do with an organization that doesn't force its CEO to step down after decades worth of sexual harassment allegations. Well, that's that's just thing. Or like um, another one. I know we were just talking about it the other day. Makeup brands. Yeah. When the parent company buys yeah. up a makeup brand and the makeup brand itself is still cruelty free but right. the parent brand right. is not and so right. a lot of people are like well I'm not going to buy from the right. little brand even though they're still, right. I'm not going to do it Right. but do you still support things like 
right the humane society nope. like no <laughs> yeah it's it's like so hard and i'm sure there's still so many good people associated with the humane society sure. but like shit you know it makes it really difficult to want to support an organization that just publicly said the things that they say the whole we're here to raise funds for animals not investigate sexual harassment that blew that my may mind not be what you meant like i know what you meant yeah but like it's <sighs> you gotta watch what you say <laughs> it's just it's a bummer you know what a world uh, yeah what a fucking world you know like it's just it, this shit is just everywhere you can't escape it and i feel like you you know it, people maybe don't think that this shit goes on in the animal rights world because it's the animal rights world again like we're trying to do so much good and we're trying <laughs> to save animals and it's all you know fun and games and nice compassionate things and I feel like you associate this kind of thing with like Hollywood and like big businesses and all that shit and that's it's literally fucking everywhere it is literally everywhere it, you it, <laughs> sorry about the downward nature of this episode but like you aren't safe anywhere no <laughs> get a knife ladies you know <laughs> shit pepper spray pepper spray uh yeah yeah when i sent that article to my mom she was like i'm not really sure what i would do if someone tried to salsa dance with me (laughs) oh maureen and i was like it would be uncomfortable (laughs) can you imagine like as silly as it sounds but like truly can you imagine like being at work and you're at your desk and your boss comes over and he's like Like, you do that to me every day. Like, <laughs> you dance around me like every to, day. I'm keep doing it because I think Andy just grabbed his phone so that he can put it on social media. And I'm not trying to like make light of the situation. I'm s- certainly not. Well, you not. can maybe bring a little bit of levity because it's all been serious yeah, downers. I'm really not trying to make light of the situation. <laughs> do you like the maracas now? But But truthfully, can you imagine how like uncomfortable that would be like really and honestly if you were alone in your office yes and all of a sudden this guy who like has control over your well-being and your future and your job in general at, you know like comes over so you're and on like, the hey, sales baby, floor let's... and all of a sudden someone comes out from the back room <laughs> and they just start dancing and laughing and you don't know if they're having an attack or trying to come on to you that's right I can imagine. Very <laughs> <Sorry>. uncomfortable. <laughs> they have your job in their hands. They have several of your jobs in their hands, technically. Can't make light. <laughs> yeah, for yes. the record, we're not making light, okay? No. No, we're not. It is a very serious situation. It's yeah. just it's disheartening. It really is. It really, it feels like the Humane Society and and any of these places are supposed to be a safe space. It's supposed to be like absolutely maybe like during the day I go to my job and I don't I don't like my job. I do like right. my job, PSA. But like if I don't, then I come home and I get on the Humane Society website and I read about the things that they're doing yeah. and I make my monthly donation to them and I get my Christmas gift of a nice blanket or this yeah. or that and like I feel really good about that and that's my that's my happy thing and then all of a sudden I learn that yeah these really really bad things not like little guess, bad things yeah and I guess like that's you know the thing of it is is not only 
It's not just that this person who runs this organization did this fucking terrible thing. It's that he was then practically supported by the rest of that organization. The majority of that board said, we think that this is okay and we're going to keep you on. You know, that's that's what's fucked up to me. You know, the whole thing is fucked up. But like that is what would make me stop supporting those board members still on. I don't know. I know. I mean, I know that seven or so of them resigned in protest, but I don't know in terms of like the people who voted to keep him. What's going on there? Because, okay, he's gone now. But those people who said it was okay that he did that. Right. They're still there. Right. And I'm sure that those people are going to argue. No, of course not. Of course, I don't think sexual harassment is okay. Of course. But like you did. But you voted to keep him. And so regardless, like you're essentially saying it's okay. You are calling these women a liar or you're doubting them or what happened to them doesn't matter. You right. know, that's what you're saying in casting that vote. You, I mean, and what and they what do they say? You every dollar that you spend is a vote for the world you want to see or something like that. Yeah. So like no more dollars to organizations who pull shit like that. Mm-mm. No mas. No. Every dollar you spend. That's a very. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I've heard that quote before, but they also said it at the meeting this past week. And I was like, oh, that's so true. I like, what's the exact thing? I don't know if that's word for word, but it's like every dollar that you spend is a vote for the world you want to see. According to Google, Wayne Pacelli is a vegan. Oh, okay. I misspoke. That's okay. Sorry. Hmm. Well, um,. You want to talk about the yeah. biggest bummer of them all? Speaking of, it's not going to take long to do this bummer of them all. Um, speaking of like changing worlds, this is interesting. I have. OK, so it's more just like facts, quick commentary on an industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny. I was asking Andy earlier. I was like, hey, I want to talk about this thing. And I feel like I should say trigger warning before. I talk about it because it's going to be really... It's a bummer. It's a bummer, and I know it's going to, like, trigger some people, and it's very sensitive. And then his point, if he ever spoke, more people would get to hear his very good points. Um, But his point was, it's interesting that you have to say trigger warning before you talk about this particular topic because it's about dogs. Right. Um, But you wouldn't think twice about not having to say it with pigs like most people this will trigger them because it's dogs but if it was pigs it wouldn't and I was like yeah that is that is so true yeah because to them although it's changing this particular industry is not strange um so currently the winter olympics are going on Mm -hmm. and oh right I was reading about um a an article was posted, I think CNN did it. Um, and then I went over to when I asked you about the uh, International Humane Society. Um, posted an article back in December. So just a few, not even like, no, it's just two months ago now, um, right before the Olympics started, that uh, more than 170 dogs were rescued from death row on South Korean dog meat farm, just two hours drive. Uh. So two hours from where, okay, from Pyeongchang Olympic Stadium, um, that that they were rescued, and so it's it was a lot to read. I knew it existed, um, 
but just some I wanted to talk a little bit about that real quick and also the upside of it um so two hours from there the 170 dogs were saved um there's approximately 17,000 dog farms that exist can you hear him purring that's what I was just asking Andy you can hear him purring um and again approximately um 2.5 million dogs per year are killed for for dog meat shit yeah just in this area um just in uh yeah no in there yeah wow yes yeah because in all parts of asia so we're talking more um yes that is south korea that is just south korea in general 2.5 greater asia it's about 30 million dogs holy shit per year holy shit yeah yeah and <laughs> little dogs golden retrievers yeah. greyhounds all big dogs little dogs yeah i don't 30 million per year in like greater that's interesting because i and i don't know maybe i'm just speaking for me but i feel like when you hear about like you know the um that people eat dogs in other countries and all of that i i guess in my head i saw it as like a much smaller scale thing Mm -hmm. like a much smaller scale thing that it's just this thing that like happens sometimes rather than like factory farming dogs which is what it is yes oh yeah shit quite literally um yeah, that is, and it's 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 crazy because it is exactly that is factory farming. Um, some other oh facts God. is that um, it's it's crazy because it's the parallel to right. pigs and chickens and things like that. Right, but it doesn't um, strike the same. No, strings. no. Um, but another thing it said is that it's also a human rights issue because of disease. They're being injected with antibiotics as well. Um, back in summer of 2017, a university inspected dog meat from 93 vendors at 25 markets and found that 64% contained antibiotic residues. Oh. Yep. Um, they carry a lot of diseases, all these really bad things. So not only is it awful in like a a sense of why are we doing this but like it's literally like dangerous illness wise um so they are usually um killed by electrocution oh god approximately five minutes of electrocution of it's how long it takes them to die um but there's been records of up to 20 minutes that's insane yeah is does it say why, like why um, that's their form? It, well, there's also hanging, um, still used, but there are laws prohibiting it. But it is used sometimes. But like why? Why? That I'm I am not sure. Because I know, um, I know a lot of obviously like fur and leather and like that industry uses electrocution, but that's because they don't. This is so disgusting, but it's because they don't want to. Damage, damage the, the body right. right they're not going to slit their throat or shoot them or what have you because that damages the product disgusting but so i I'm maybe just, it's something similar maybe it's like they use the skins for something else i'm not sure yeah um i don't know about 
I mean, maybe it takes five minutes for that, too. But I was like, I didn't think it. Oh, my God. That's Jesus Christ. Right. Talk about commerce. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Again, it's the levels of that. There's so many different points of contention to have with this. Um. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's it's technically, I guess, the upside or just another fact of it is that um, it's in legal limbo. It's not legal. It's right. not illegal. Right. Um, however, so there are things we talk about, like what's being done. There's the Animal Protection Act, mm-hmm. which. Again, it's not saying don't do these things to animals at all, but it's basically taking some of the cruelty away from it, which, again, that's like the first step. Right. I I want it to all end, too. But until that point. Right. Let's do what we can and maybe make it less bad. Um, But it said that provisions of that are routinely breached, such as the ban on killing animals in a brutal way, including hanging, killing in public areas or in front of animals of the same species. Interesting. Which apparently, I want to look into that more. I didn't know that was part of the animal protection. I don't think it is in the United States. So. I've never heard that. Yeah. So I was like, that's very interesting. Um, That's the downside. I I will not expose people to the just nitty gritty details of literally what the common food uses are for dog meat. It's, It's very detailed, the things that I read, and it was really bad. What it's do you mean? Like, I kind of want to know. Like, like what meals it's in? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like pretty common things? Yeah. Well, yeah. In Asia? And like... I had never personally... So most dog... I'm Just give me... Just, a, just like something. Just... You don't have to like... I just... But now there's it's just like vague city. Baknal is... um when it's the hottest point in the summer and that's when most dog meat is consumed um and it's usually made into a soup okay uh boysentang and small dogs can also be made into an herbal drink like tea yeah what yeah got guys i'm not sure pronunciation but i read that and i was like saucers my eyeballs just went huge so that's all these crazy things that are happening um and it was it's funny because the the um i don't know where it is the olympics have like a little quote i guess um that's like something about like moving forward like something like that yeah. because it's like the team the south korean the yeah. north korean team is one and like all this big big unity. thing about yeah. unity and moving forward and stuff and yeah. so this one article was like that's ironic because two hours away look what's happening Shit. um but the upside of it is that most south koreans actually do not regularly eat dog it is a dying thing it is not you know happening as much Opposition is growing. The president actually has a rescue dog that was rescued from a farm. So I thought that was kind of cool. And 10 farms, the Humane Society has closed and 1,200 dogs have been saved. So 
that's really good. But when you're thinking in terms of 1,200 out of, oh, I don't know, let's just say the 2.5 million that are in that. That's in horrible. South Korea. That is so horrible. So more awareness of that. You know, you can you can do things too. Sign. They have all sorts of petitions and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I always sign those. You might not think it matters, but it yeah. it does. It's yeah. you know, do something. Yeah. Um and sure. hopefully, you know, they're doing the Humane Society. I don't I don't know. I know we talked about the little humane society of the United States is not associated with individual. individual. I don't know if the international is associated with the United. I don't. I don't I, know. I don't I'm going to say so, no. But I don't know because the humane society is doing really good things. So they're they're shutting down these farms, but they're giving the farmers other options, which I think is really cool. Mm. They're helping them like do. Um, let's see, the one guy. They actually interviewed a farmer, the guy who they closed just closed down, and it was really cool. Uh, da, da. He he said he was nervous because, um, he he just didn't know what to do if he's gonna make enough money, but he had to start farming dogs to basically to live, and he had he says that he had to turn off his ability to care. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that he acknowledges that it was bad um but that he had to do it to make a living so i think it's really cool that they gave him another option uh they devised business plans to transition into alternative humane livelihoods such as water delivery or blueberry farming oh blueberry farming so it's it's nice because you don't as much as i wanted to stop you don't want someone to lose their livelihood their livelihood and like he even felt bad because he was like, I love the I love dogs. My daughter loves these dogs and I don't know what to do. And now the Humane Society is saying, well, we're going to shut down your farm, but we're going to give you an alternative. We're going to help you set up a whole new thing. Yeah. Blueberry farming. That's awesome. And I was like, that's really cool. And so like he was he's like, I hope the president adopts this kind of thing. Like, and it just it stops. So. Wow. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy. Yeah. Um. Oh, I've just been informed. Breaking news. For comparison's sake, 30 million cows were killed for meat in 2016. In the via- United States? Yes, via Cornell. Well, from USDA. Yeah, what is that site? Did you fuck up? (laughs) U.S. Department of Agriculture? No, I like USDA. The U.S. Department. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so there's some more. Word. So actually, yeah, so it's actually like it was the same number. That's why. 30 million dogs, 30 million cows. Shit. And it's just, it's interesting because even with me, it triggers... A different thing. Oh no, for being sure. Dogs. Yeah, it for sure does. But for them, it doesn't. Right, right. And it's crazy. Yeah, it it like it gives me a. I mean, it does give me a little bit more feel because it's dogs and like. I wish it didn't, but it does. Right. But there's also the part about how they do it. 
that's right. like really fucked you know and mm-hmm. i mean it, the way we kill cows and pigs and chickens and stuff is also really fucked but like that is just electrocution right? yeah like yeah. it's like cruel and unusual it, you know like that prolonging that mm-hmm. it takes from five to 20 minutes like that's that's heartbreaking mm-hmm. you know that's so upsetting that's crazy yep so Oof. well let's just like stop i like i can't go on yeah <laughs> i'm done that's <laughs> that's it uh, <sighs> that's that was a lot well do we want to wrap up by talking about some good eats give people something to to hope for as, long as you don't talk about soup or tea crap <laughs> i do have some soup well kind of to talk about all right. Let's each what name is- our. Uh, yeah, I had one. I mean, I could talk about what my mom cooked me. Okay, but you also have donuts, though. I do have donuts. I have a couple of things. We'll pick like two things. Okay. Pick two things to talk about. Okay. Um, I wasn't like wildly impressed with the vegan scene in New Orleans, to be honest with you. Um, the, not yeah, there wasn't, I wasn't like that impressed. Um, but the one thing that I had that I like truthfully cannot stop thinking about and I want to, I'm just going to have to learn how to make it for myself is I had a vegan gumbo at the gumbo spot. That was like the best fucking thing I've ever eaten in my life. He makes really you good. You make a good he vegan gumbo. He makes really good gumbo. I demand it. <laughs> really good gumbo. It was so He has good. the special spices and everything. Oh my God. It was so good. Yeah. That And that wasn't even from like a vegan place. It was the gumbo shop and they had a vegetarian. What's that? We can't. You, no one can understand what you're saying. Oh, next oh, Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Andy. <laughs> um. It was the gumbo shop, and it they had a vegetarian gumbo on the menu, and I just asked the guy, like, is this also vegan? Can it be made vegan? And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. And, oh, my God, it just was, like, so good. I have not stopped thinking about it. Um, and then we went to Seed, per your recommendation, and it was good. I had a, um, uh, I had the barbecue seitan sandwich thing, and mm-hmm. it was very good. Um, and the artichoke crab cakes that for an appetizer we got those and they were really good mm-hmm. we that like, was a really good place it's just yeah. kind of out of the way which yeah kind we took of an sucks. uber um which yeah. we were then a little concerned about because it was the same night as that muses parade and we we're mm-hmm. like oh shit how are we gonna get back um but it was fine i rode the uh trolley trolley tram trolley 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 yeah 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 so we had, I had some good stuff um wasn't and i was glad that seed had the vegan beignets so that i could like participate yeah. Um. But like, not to be a jerk. I hope this doesn't upset Louisiana ends. But like, what's the difference between a beignet and fried dough? Because <laughs> to me, oh, she's gonna she's gonna get shot, isn't she? <laughs> to me, it was this like the same. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's. A... I mean, to me, it was the same. No? Currently hiring for a new co-host <laughs> of the V Spot podcast. Please send your applications, resumes, cover letters to the vspot podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yep. I don't know. So that sucks. All right. Well, what did you have? Are you Googling the difference yeah, between. I am, because um, I know I'm not the only one who wants to know the answer. There's a lot of people. Oh, oh. These foods are virtually identical to each other. Virtually. Oh, oh. But not literally. Oh. Virtually, oh. but not literally. Um, 
So one is deep fried and one is pan fried. Oh, well. What the fuck ever. <laughs> to Andy, Samesies. that makes a difference. Samesies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same. I wonder I wonder if you could air fry a beignet. No. Oh, Andy's look. That was oh. mean. Oh. We're going to try. <laughs> we'll do gumbo and we'll learn how to make Oh, my God. Can fryer. we have gumbo and beignets yes. next week? Fuck yeah, we can. That's great. We're That's doing right. that. That's right. We're doing it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what let's see. Got? What did I have? Um, my mom cooked so many vegan meals for me. So that was really nice. Um, I posted on Instagram. Those bagels were not actually mine. She made them and they were delicious. And actually, even though some people say it's tedious and difficult or pain in the balls, I thought it was pretty easy. And so I'm going to start doing that because making bagels. Yeah. Mm, they looked really good. They were so good. Were they everything bagels? Yeah. Because you can buy the everything stuff at Trader Joe's. I, oh, I have it. I put it in my tofu scrambles. Yep. Oh. Does that say cat yeah. can go fuck herself? Yes. <laughs> um, so it um, that was delicious. The bagels. My mom also made me cinnamon rolls, Ooh. and she did pink frosting for Valentine's Aww, Day. Cute. Yeah, it was so nice. Uh oh. So that was like homemade meals, but that sucks for other people because they probably can't get it. Um. Oh, it sucks for you. She made peanut butter cookies, which I have separate <gasps> bags of. You can have some to take home with you. Yeah. What's your mom's name? Marie. Marie? Yeah. Thanks, Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that's all the good homemade food. I got a whole bunch of good stuff. Um, But I had delicious coffee. The best mocha ever from Finger Lakes Roaster. And that was delicious. But really the star food. I had two things really um glazed glazed syracuse glazed and confused Mm -hmm. is what the name of it is and the donuts were phenomenal so Mm -hmm. they do vegan donuts on wednesdays and saturdays so we went on saturday morning and it was popping like it was a small little shop but like really busy and i walked in and said which ones you know can be made vegan because i didn't see any out there and they named a whole bunch of them and i realized like halfway through i had stopped listening and i was like honestly i really don't care give me one of each of them <laughs> I, was just, I was like i don't even know why i asked just give yeah. me one of each um they had a peanut butter one a berry oh one a vanilla frosted with sprinkles a vanilla frosted with fruity pebbles <gasps> i want that oh it was good oh. they were amazing so huge shout out to them um and then strong hearts i mean i went yeah. to strong hearts because I, I would live there if I could. I know. I actually went there twice. Once for a chocolate chip what cookie. Did you get? Okay, good. And okay. a chocolate mint milkshake. Ooh, like together? Yeah. <gasps> mm. Yep. Yep. And then um I got their buffalo chicken salad wrap, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And um the orange Julius mm. milkshake. Yeah, I got the buffalo chicken salad when I went with you guys and then dropped it all over the floor of the bus stop. But there was at least enough of, of it to like yeah. eat some of it on the bus. Yeah. It was so. really good. Ugh. Because and I got a strong hearts hoodie. Oh you did? Yeah, I finally broke. I've wanted one forever. Yeah. I, I always like, think about it. That po- <laughs> again, the poor guy. So I so strange. So sorry people who interact with me. <laughs> Because I like order and then I was like, how much are those hoodies? And he's like, 27, 30. And I was like, ah, whatever. Just give me one. (laughs) All right. Um, And it was really exciting. It's super comfortable. Yeah. I'd like to get one. I always think that when I'm there, but like, 
I don't have any money. <laughs> so. I know. Maybe we'll talk to them about uh, partnering with us. Ooh, maybe. What's uh? It's Joel, right? Yeah. Hi, Joel. <laughs> hey. Hi. Milkshakes and hoodies. It's. That is life. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um. So I guess we're wrapping it up. That's we're gonna start with pop culture. You know who else works at Strong Hearts is Ashley. Oh yeah. Ashley. We could shout out Ashley as well. Send us milkshakes. Stuff. And hoodies. <laughs> well, I already have a hoodie now. I don't. I'll I take a like t-shirt. A this I is like... cat speaking, just in case we're not sure whose voice is whose. I want a hoodie, and I want, what was the milkshake I got when I went with you guys? That It was like- Coffee? It was coffee, but I think it had cookie dough in or it. Coffee cookie dough? That sounds right. It I mean, was they so, so fucking many. good. I think it was I think it was like espresso and cookie dough and I'll take any one of the milkshakes. Heaven. Pick one. Make and one earth. up. I don't I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, make one up. Make one up. The V Spot milkshake. We expect to see it on the menu. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. Secret menu. <laughs> we could be a secret menu item in strong cards. I think we're a secret menu item in most people's lives. <laughs> That's true. What are you having for dinner tonight? <laughs> But of <laughs> oh, perfect. That's it. Right. Um, so we uh, we went long on this one. We talked a lot. Go long. This was a hail mary there. Long pass downfield. No, Andy's asleep. I tried to sport. No, I think he's rolling his <laughs> eyes at me because I tried a sports term. Oh, maybe he's asleep. I can't really tell. Yeah. You know, we didn't talk about. We'll put put it on the the. The list for next week. So we didn't talk about the PETA commercial during the Super Bowl. Oh, shit. I know. Next week. It's fine. Next week? Does that mean... But we're this week. <gasps> what? What? Isn't that the sound they make on the news? Breaking news. You know what? Since we talk so much and we've mentioned next week. Can't stop. Won't let's stop. just do it. Let's, let's do just it. go weekly. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Wee, wee, wee. You won. <laughs> Every one of you has won. That's right. Every single one of you You're has welcome. won. We're going to start going weekly. You're welcome in advance. <sighs> you know what would be really cool? Um, who was I talking to? Oh, Casey. I was talking to Casey and she was like, you guys should like have a way where people can write to you and tell you ideas for episodes. And I was like, you know what, Casey? That's a great idea. Maybe we should have an email address. Maybe we should have one that we have been talking about since the very first episode ever. And you have told me tonight that we do, in fact, have an email address where people can contact us. Isn't it like the V-Spot? podcast at gmail.com it is yes it sure is and so now that we're going weekly and maybe people can help us with some ideas what if we run out of you love what? us you demand us we think you do <laughs> we're, we're inferring do. that you they do, do. they right? sure do and you don't give us content like, yeah what if we don't have anything yeah. to talk about yeah i mean we'll just make our own shit up but That's like right. i feel like people might have some things that they want to hear about or things that they might want to discuss so, like, you know. Talk to us. Talk to us. Tell us what's up. And then eventually maybe we'll have exclusive content. Looking, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I mm-hmm. just, 
I just thought of a thing. I thought you were going to say we just got an email. I was like, that is well, bullshit. That we... is literally not possible. No, 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 no. <laughs> no we did not get an email. Um, but I do just want to say, and again, put it on the list for next week. We did get an email from Victoria. Yes. So we'll talk about that, that was next actually week. why I said we have an email. Okay, I, I was like, wait a second. I know. It, you... it just occurred to me. So, hi, Victoria. We did read your email. Um, it's relevant for next week. Yeah, because we'll we're going to talk about, talk about like subsidizing and things yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the list. It's on the list. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that it? Social media? No. No? Wait, what? Not social media? Oh, the no, website. website. What's the, what is it? The vspot.fm. <laughs> this is me yanking your chain. Yeah. <laughs> yanking it. This is why Andy would not um, be in more than one relationship. It would kill him. I think that it's probably... Sometimes I think it's best that Andy doesn't speak. Most of the time I find it annoying. But sometimes he, I think it's best he because can he do whatever. Would, well, he'd probably yell at us all the time. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We drive him to drink. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the vspot.fm. The vspot.fm. That's our website where you can find all our stuff and things and our newly written bios. Oh, yeah. We have bios now. I, I mean, mine is, I think I've probably referenced everything that I wrote in mine. I think mine's funny so um and i really appreciate validation so <laughs> yes tell us we're wonderful so go and read our bios and tell us how funny we are and how much you like the podcast and maybe you could do all of that in email form um andy's clicking things on his phone i'm not sure what it means yeah um <clears throat> what that oh rate Oh, rate, 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 review, and, and subscribe. subscribe. Yes, please do that. Because we're going weekly. We're giving you more of us. So please rate, review, and subscribe. We can only do so much. Especially guys. review. Like, yeah. Just and subscribe too, right? One sentence. And maybe also while you're at it, you could rate, right? Well, because rate, <laughs> rating is just a button. Yeah. It's just like you scroll to the five stars and because that's all the, you would give us. Right. And you hit that. You hit the five. And then you write and like. And there's like a little paragraph. Where love you can this. Write, Great job, guys. Yeah. Love it. Love this. Cool. Keep it up. Yeah. XOXO. Can't wait to hear more. And that's it. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to be in your ears earlier because we are no longer noon on, on Fridays. We are, in fact, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard so Time. Can, so you can wake up bright and early with the V-spot. Who doesn't want that? Wake up with the V-spot. Wake up. Andy's so over it. We should probably wrap this up. Mine was a better way to wake up. We got to wrap this up. Andy's over it. He's going to delete this at any minute. Oh, no. Remember that time that Andy decided to delete half our episode? It's going to happen again. He's so pissed. All right. Okay. I guess that's it, folks. Great review. Till next week. Till next week. Woo. Woo, do your homework. Rate, review, subscribe, and email. Yeah. Okay, okay you ready?